Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. What up, Yins guys? This is Kim here, and welcome to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. Happy Thursday. Hope y'all are kicking it. And uh, yeah. So I'm assuming most of you, if not all of you, probably watched the Super Bowl with the team. Who the fuck were they? It doesn't matter. They weren't the Pittsburgh Steelers, so I didn't really care. And really, the only reason why I watched it, clearly, halftime show, but also Caroline Manzo and Teresa Judice reunited by way of the Sabra hummus commercial. Oh my gosh, I was almost in tears. I was super happy. I literally wanted to dance in my apartment. It was epic. That's what the Super Bowl is all about. Bringing housewives together and they flip a table together and it is just the shit. I mean, it's the shit. And I was so flipping happy. It was such a great thing to see them together again without killing each other. Which is a great segue into what the Bravo So obviously, the big thing of this past week was Caroline Manzo and Teresa Judice reuniting via that commercial. And like I said, it was great. They looked beautiful in red. Yes, you don't mess with the lady in red, okay? Um, So other news in the Bravo world. Alrighty, so Teresa and Joe, one of their little girls, Melania, she just turned 14. And I guess on, on Instagram... Because Joe and everyone, Joe Schmo, everyone, your dog has an Instagram. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Doritos bag has an Instagram too. It's insane. But Joe and Teresa's daughter, Melania, just turned 14. And Joe posted on his Instagram that he would always be there for his little girl. And, you know, he's still waiting for the results and the final news about his deportation case. And he's been in Italy since October. And I think it's interesting that he has a lot of extra time now that he's in Italy waiting for his final case and how it is going to (laughs) end. I just think it's funny because Joe's having enough free time, apparently, to be enjoying himself in Mexico with a bunch of women around him. Obviously, bro, people take pictures of you. You're in the public eye because A... You were on the housewives, but B, you did some fucked up shit. So yeah, people are going to know who you are and they're going to take photos. So he's definitely living his bachelor self like George Clooney before he got married, if you know what I mean. Ooh, and this next one, I found this interesting. Now, mind you, I started this. We started the show two weeks ago, right? So this is the third episode. Cool. But this happened probably a few months ago and I just saw it and I was in shock, but also not surprised because I don't know. I just wasn't. So apparently Candace and Monique from the Real Housewives of Potomac, they got into this physical altercation 
actually by filming this upcoming season. So it'll be season five for the Potomac Housewives. And from that particular physical altercation, Candace filed for physical assault on Monique. But it's funny because Monique did the same thing. So they both filed second-degree assault charges against one another. The decision was made not to move forward because of the review of the complaints and how they were written and also the footage that Bravo had from this whole physical altercation and the interviews that they had with Candace and Monique herself, but also other witnesses. And you know what this reminds me of? Can anyone say Michael? Hello, Michael Darby? This is very, very interesting that this kind of thing is also happening within the same franchise. So did someone plan this? I'm not really sure. However, this just makes me even more excited for whenever season five happens with these ladies because I do have to say Real Housewives of Potomac is one of my fave, fave, faves. The women on there are amazing. Giselle is my queen. I literally want to be her when I grow up, but I love the sassiness of Ashley. She just will come at you if she wants to, so don't fuck with her. And then Candace, I feel like she's just mad at the world, and she definitely has some mommy issues, but we've already seen that on the show. But I also think that she's a really kick-ass girl, too. But don't we all have, like, parental issues of some kind? I think we all do. Now, whether we admit to them is another thing, But let's just get real, people. We all got shit going on. So cut yourselves a break, okay? And lastly, I'd just like to say, before we get into the main topic of the Housewives of Jersey for this week, I was surprised to hear, well, I mean, I've I've heard this a little bit ago, but there is a new Housewives show coming. I don't know when they're going to air it. However, the city, I was very taken aback by. Now... You would think that it would be Chicago, but no, it's not. Which apparently they tried to do it in Chicago, but I guess I heard that the women that were hired and cast to be a part of it were semi-boring or whatever, and that's crazy. They should have called me up. I would have been a housewife in a minute. Like, let me get married, let me get divorced, let me get... Sign me up, people! Okay, but anyways, so it's not in Chicago. I know that they did a Housewives in Miami like long ago, but apparently that didn't really do well because you don't really see it anymore. So they're doing a Housewives show in Salt Lake City, Utah. Can someone tell me what the fuck is in Salt Lake City, Utah? Now I'm hoping, and honestly, this is what I'm really thinking. I'm thinking that it's probably going to be a whole hell of a lot better than what I'm envisioning in my mind because Salt Lake City is not a place that I would literally just pick up and say, hey, I want to go visit Salt Lake City today. That would be really fun. There are so many other places to me that sound more fun to go on a vacation than Salt Lake City. However, Andy Cohen with his geniusness, he's got something up his sleeve, I'm sure, and then I guarantee you that this show will help their revenue go up, baby. Like people will want to go visit. They'll want to go look for the Bravo Liberty ladies. And I think I'm excited, a little skeptical, but I think I think it's going to be really good. And I'm looking forward to 
being surprised because I feel like I will be. Okay, so I found this episode to be really interesting with all the different things that were going on with the ladies and even the husbands. I thought it was good to kind of open up with Melania, Gia, and Teresa going to visit Joe and Ice. Thank God the lieutenant at the facility allowed Teresa to have copies of her license and then Melania's birth certificate. Could you imagine just driving over an hour and a half away and it's a three-hour drive, you're almost there, and then all of a sudden you get there and they say, nope, well, you can't come in because you forgot all this shit. Sorry, too bad, so sad. I mean, that sucks. But, you know, there are good people in the world. So, Mr. Lieutenant Guy, thank you. That's so cool of you to do. More people should do that kind of stuff because we're all human at the end of the day. But again, I'm not fucking Dr. Phil either. So, with that, I also thought it was interesting and very insightful when Dolores had a talk with her daughter, Gabrielle, about the whole David situation. Because you know what? I don't know. I really don't know if David is actually going to commit to Dolores. And I unfortunately am sad that Dolores is going to put up with that shit. I mean, I think she's the toughest one in the whole group, in my opinion. And I feel like she's just taking the crumbs from David because he's too fucking afraid to commit. I mean, dude, grow a pair of balls. Yeah, you work on, you know, you're totally into your job. That's great. Career oriented and everything. That's awesome. But you also have a relationship. Dolores, you should just up and leave because you deserve so much better than that. And it was interesting to hear her daughter saying, okay, well, you're just okay with not setting an expectation for him. And would you want me to do that for a relationship? And she kind of turned, she had her mom look at herself in the mirror and just be like, hey, maybe she's right. Maybe... Maybe I do have an expectation, which she really does. I just think that she's afraid to voice her opinion. I mean, realistically, I've been there and I'm sure all of you have been there too. You want a certain thing, but you're afraid to say to the other person because you're afraid of what the response will be. It's a normal thing and I don't know if the whole David Dolores thing are going to work out. As I said before, I totally want Dolores and Frank to get back together because... I just love them. I really do. But sometimes I hold a grudge. So I totally understand the way that Dolores might be because he cheated on her. I get it. But uh, yeah, I really like those two together. What can I say? I also thought it was good that Jennifer's husband, Bill, who's the plastic surgeon, I thought it was interesting and great for him to address Jennifer about the whole plate throwing to Melissa You know, he says two wrongs don't make a right, which is totally fucking true. I mean, like, bravo, man. You're an adult. You know what the fuck is up. Like, your your wife just has to get there. But she's, you know, she's on her way. She's getting there eventually, you know. But she always seems to be the cause of the, the drama between the ladies because she says she doesn't think before she speaks. So I think that's getting her into a lot of trouble and a lot of the duels that I talk about with the dueling divas. However, when I continue, we're going to have a little twist with the dueling divas. You're going to be surprised. I was. 
So there also was this scene where Jackie met up with her father. And I know in episodes past, he kind of spoke to her about her eating disorder and how she was an influence, like a good influence for for kids and people who are heavier. And when she said, you know, she almost died, he said, yeah, and it was it was worth it. That was a very insensitive remark, and I thought it was good that she addressed it with her dad. And it's actually interesting to hear that he was kind of suffering through those particular issues with his own self-body image. So I think that was a great conversation that the show aired for people to watch, and I thought that was a good way to go with the episode. And I'm really excited to segue for next week, the Jersey Shore vacation for the ladies and the husbands. It's going to be flipping ridiculous. So with Dolores getting the house or whatever the fuck it is, Airbnb, whatever, for everyone, I think it's going to be a really good thing. Tension uh, between Jackie and Melissa, of course, and Jennifer. Well, really Jennifer versus both of those women. But anyways, that's going to be a really interesting thing. And I'm really excited. And let's just get to next Wednesday. (laughs) All right. All right. So now it's the time of the dueling divas. And are there some duels between the girls? Yes. I mean, I would still say Jennifer and Melissa. Melissa is being a cold hearted bitch and I dig it. She's like, I'm not going to deal with Jennifer right now because she fucking threw a plate at my ass. Like, what the fuck is up with that? And I loved, I loved, I loved. And this is what brings me to the surprise of the dueling divas. I would particularly like to say that all those little fights between the ladies, yeah, they're relevant. But the biggest thing to me that was, ugh, it was awesome. Joe and Bill, okay? We're talking Joe Gorga and Bill, Jennifer's husband. I forget his last name. I'll figure that out, whatever. Anyways. So I think the best duel that happened this episode wasn't even between the ladies. And that's why instead of calling it dueling divas, I would like to say this is hashing hubbies, right? The hubbies get together and they're like, what the fuck? But they don't really do that because they haven't really laid a hand on each other. Who knows if that's even going to happen? In years past, you've had Joe Gorga and Joe Judice beating the shit out of each other. And goddamn, that looks scary. And hopefully that doesn't happen the next episode, but we shall see. So Melissa's Joe and then Jennifer's husband, Bill, they are the hashing hubbies of this week. And I feel like this might be the only hashing hubbies that I'll have with this season with uh, Jersey, but I'm pretty sure I see in the future that there could be a hashing hubby dueling diva or whatever. I'll have to think of a new um, a new title for it, but I definitely know it's going to be Michael Darby versus all the women of Potomac. I already see that in the future right now. It's crazy. But back to Bill and Joe. Obviously, they're going to defend their wives. Makes sense. If they don't, then there's a fucking problem in the marriage, and then you got to figure that shit out to see, should I go, should I stay? You get the picture. Joe says that Bill, (laughs) this was, oh, if you could ever make a man feel awful about himself, I mean, really put down, like, the ego went out the door. 
Joe coming up and saying that he should bang his wife more because she's acting fucking crazy, which I'm sorry, she is acting kind of crazy. And from past episode, whenever the guys went out for a guy's night, Bill said that he's lucky if they even have sex once a month. I mean, holy shit. I get that you're working all the time. You can't spare, you know, 10 minutes. I mean, let's just be real. In and out. Go do your thing. Please your wife. Let's do this. I mean, see if you can take notes from Jackie's husband. Let's see if he actually went down on her. Who the fuck knows? But I don't know. I think the men, they almost need to step up their game with the with the sexual stuff. I mean, come on. I think who could really help you is Joe Gorga. I mean, he's really into the shit, and I think that's great. So yeah, with Joe telling Bill that, you know, he should go bang his wife more. I mean, first of all, he said it in front of all the guys, which, I mean, I'm not a guy, but I'm pretty sure any person with a dick would feel like, ugh, I don't want to deal with this. Like, fuck this. It's such a huge, huge hit to the ego. They don't want to fucking hear that shit. So he walked away because he didn't want to deal with it. I'm sure... Any guy who's listening to this right now, I'm sure you can understand why he walked away. I can understand and I'm not even a dude. But anyways, that was my hashing hubbies this week. Kind of dueling divas, but the main thing, hashing hubbies, Joe and Bill. And I got to tell you, I'm on Joe's side. I mean, the other thing is too, Joe always comes to support Teresa, so... I thought it was great how he was telling Teresa. I mean, I know it might be too little too late, but, you know, I I understand he didn't want to get involved in Teresa's marriage, which, you know, if you ever try to meddle in someone else's marriage, you're going to get it's going to be a shit show. I just have that feeling. Whenever he confessed to her that he never really thought that Teresa's husband really treated her the way that she should, he was 100 percent right. I mean, we all fucking saw it. Joe treated Teresa like shit, and I think she was upset that he finally talked about it now, but again, he said that he didn't want to meddle in her marriage, which I think that's something that a lot of people would do, so I can't really get mad at him for that because I might do the same thing, or at least I would tell the person when they were dating, not necessarily married because that might, that's definitely a little trickier, and plus they have four girls, but I would definitely say that If a friend of mine was dating someone and I felt like they weren't a good match, I would totally say that. Once they're married, it kind of, it's definitely a little bit harder to be heard with that opinion. But with Joe talking to Teresa and how Teresa said that she was on the phone with Joe and he basically said, you don't mean anything to me anymore. I don't feel anything for you. You should just go be with someone else. I mean, clearly right there, the marriage is over. I mean, he has no feeling towards her. And honestly, she should be saying all this shit to Joe. I mean, he put her through the ringer. And I, I just can't understand how like, he needs to be more self-aware. And I think out of everyone in that show, he's the one that really needs some shit to his face. Let me, I mean, yeah, that sounds bad, but I don't give a fuck. He really just needs to take accountability for himself and what he did instead of trying, like he's literally trying to put the blame on Teresa, which is fucked up. Like, dude, you want to be a man, own up to your shit. Own up to your shit. That's all I got to say. Now, for the Weekly Shade, 
I would say it didn't really come from the women. I mean, I'm down with that hashing hubbies this week. I mean, it really was a thing. Weekly shade goes to Joe Gorga. Ugh. Throwing Bill under the bus saying that he doesn't bang his wife enough. I mean... If that really is the case and they really only have sex about once a month, I can understand why Jennifer acts the way that she does because that shit matters, okay? It's not always the main thing, but it matters. And I think, what do they say somewhere? I know that they said this to Giselle on Potomac. Once you get a little D, your mood changes a little bit. Or at least, again, that's what they told Giselle. I think if Jennifer gets more sex from her husband, I think she might be more kind to the ladies and I don't think she will, I don't think she'd stir up as much shit as she does. Even though like Joe Judice, I definitely think Jennifer needs to take a look in the mirror and just be like, hey, some of the things that I do are fucked up. I need to take accountability instead of the, I'm sorry, but I mean, come on, man. Adulting. It's hard. We're all trying to do it. Let's just get better, okay? It's like Ryan Gosling saying in Crazy Stupid Love to Steve Carell's character, Cal. Cal was his name. He says, Cal, be better than the gap. Be better than the gap. Now, Jennifer, we all know that you probably don't shop at the gap, but really, girl, be better than the gap. Be better than the motherfucking gap, okay? Now... The time has come. The quote of the week. This has definitely been, it's definitely been the week of the hubbies. Really, it's been the week of Joe Gorga because he literally kicked ass on this episode. Like, he really did. He said the quote, that is the quote of the week. Now, what was it, you say? He was talking about Joe and how he treats Teresa like shit and how he never really thought the relationship was a good relationship because it wasn't. And he says to Teresa, he's referring to Joe, he doesn't know how to open up and be a man. And then he says, you know what a man is? When he can look at you and say, I love you, you're amazing, you're beautiful. That's a fucking man. Joe Gorga. Melissa, I'm so jealous of you. I want a man like Joe Gorga. I do. So yeah, that thing that Joe said to Teresa, I think that was great. I mean, you can totally tell. Obviously, through the years, they've had a straining relationship with each other. And I think a lot of it had to do with Joe, to be honest. Joe, Teresa's husband, not Joe Gorga. And it was sad to see that they had such a tumultuous relationship throughout Teresa's marriage. But it's so nice to see the two of them be the close siblings that they were before the show even started. Obviously, I don't fucking know that because I don't know them personally. But that's what they say on the show, that they were really, 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 really close when they were younger. And I can totally believe that because I see that now with the two of them, with Teresa going through all this shit. So Joe Gorga, you are what every man should strive to be. Totally obsessed with his wife. I think, you know, happy wife, happy life. There's a reason why that saying is the truth. Okay, guys. So that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm having a lot of fun and I hope you guys are too. Eventually what I'd really like to do is have you guys 
email or DM or whatever on Instagram or the Facebook. And we could just kind of have a chat that way and any questions or whatever. That would be really nice. Next week, I have a special guest for you guys. So that'll be really fun. So yeah, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your teachers, tell your coworkers, like, subscribe to me on iTunes. I'm also on Spotify and all that cool stuff that everyone usually plugs at the end of their podcast. So again, thanks again, guys, for listening, and uh, I'll check you out next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.